the Merch Podcast, episode three. Uh, today's a bit of a special day. Uh, we've got a first guest um, on the podcast. So uh, we've got the amateur MMA fighter, Jamie McGlinchey. So thanks very much, Jamie, for coming on, mate. Yeah, mate, no problem. Thanks for having me. Very good day. Oh. Very good day. Very good. <laughs> Probably be a busy man during these times, so... Aye. <laughs> right. um, Sitting about in the housework I'm doing. Right, exactly. So yeah. difficult. So difficult. <laughs> um, but I so no, thanks very much for coming on. So we'll just start off. Obviously, I've I've said um, amateur MMA fighter. Uh, current records two and one. Um, so we'll go, what we'll do is we'll go right back to the start, and then we'll get to the MMA stuff kind of later on. Um, we'll yep. just get, let everybody else get to know get to know you really. So um, first off, so you grew up north side of Glasgow, North Glasgow. Um, yep. So just tell us what that was like. Um, what did you get up to in your early days? Played football, got mad with it, and <laughs> <laughs> everything that you usually do when you were Dave Milton, I suppose. I know, uh, I know, that's the thing, it's just a normal upbringing, pretty much, for somebody in the North of Glasgow, eh? Pretty standard, mate, aye. Between that and just kicking a ball about as much as I could. Yeah, yeah. Well, moving on, that was that was your, probably your first sport and love, eh? It was football, before MMA. Mate, I don't even know if it was my first sport in love, to be honest, man, because I didn't really start playing football until I was about 12 years old. Before that, I was right. too busy playing Pokemon and other stuff like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do, you ever, do you have a Tamagotchi? No. <laughs> Did you never have a Tamagotchi? No, mate. Did she? Aye. So I'm the weirdo in this conversation. Talk to us about a Tamagotchi, Kenny. What's, what's this it, like? it was just a wee circle thing about that. And then... You just had to look after it. It was. Do you know if that already knew? I thought that was just yeah, the sun as well. That was the, no, that is the nuts and bolts, eh, mate. You had a wee tiny, horrible thing and a wee yellow casing, and you had to look after it. Mm-hmm. So, so let's move on with the, the conversation. Quite quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, was, was it just just football and, and that was it? Uh-huh. Well, what I was going to say was it ever <laughs> your your sort of ambition to? To become a pro football player in LA, no, was that not even a thought? Or, mate, I don't even think it was to be honest, man. Like, uh, where I was, like, the boys' club, like, I was quite settled, man. Uh-huh. Uh, I did have like a trial for Airdrie, a trial for Hamilton, but it wasn't really my cup of tea, man. The standard at Airdrie was worse than what I was getting at uh, Arsenal, the boys' club I played for, and the boys at Hamilton were just all. Uh, so up the it was fucking ridiculous, man. Did you find it was like a bunch of pals? Was it like, even though it was a step up, like teams like Airdrie and Hamilton, they'd had their wee clique and they'd all stepped up together uh, and you were getting pulled in and you couldn't really settle? It probably was quite clicky, to be honest, but I don't know if it was just because I was just like there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, playing with like our team, it was a lot, a lot of local boys anyway and anybody that sort of came in, but like we had boys playing for, uh, from like Hamilton and that. Who came and played boys and win like, a game or two, they were absolutely sound. Well, quite good that way. So I, I was maybe just used to being in that sort of environment, but fuck knows. Uh, so, what age did you play football up to? 20, 21. I played with that, that boys club until under 21s, and then I don't, don't know if I had like, a, a year off. Um, and it was between six months to a year. And then, this is going to sound funny because I'm a 
a horrible hunt, but I end up playing for <laughs> no, this no, one. No horrible, it's no horrible thing at all. I'm certainly not a big, I'm certainly not a I end up playing with like, this mad church team for a while. And like nice. I thought it was just going for a game of football, man. But like before the the before the games they were like huddled up and like, one around with like thank Jesus and stuff like that, man. And I think that lasted for like a couple of weeks and I had to like, call it a day with that as well, man, because that wasn't my cup of tea. Just not feel man. comfortable. Aye. Okay. It's not even just it's not even comfortable because it's just it's just, it's weird. It's just weird. It's not even like play football. Uh, um, see you're talking about the step like maybe going for trials with Airdrie and you said the the, the, the level probably wasn't much different because you remember because like, we obviously I played in Arsenal as well so Jamie, Jamie was my captain for as they know uh, mm-hmm. growing up so when you think back to some of the boys that we had in the team that we had it was pretty much second to run at our level anyway oh 100% I mean? I mean we won played regional cups Glasgow cups Got a league title under a belt. Literally, the only thing we never ever won was a Scottish Cup, which right. was unfortunate. I don't know if we made it a semi final or the qualifier. I think it was maybe the semi final when we were under 19s. And that's, right. That was like the year we'd went in one league and stuff like that. So, right. but I, I don't know, man. Definitely a few players for that team could have went and made it. Um, just, but again, we were all like mates and we were all just going out and getting mad with it at the weekend. So, we had <laughs> did any, did any of the players actually make it? Did anybody take a step up? No. no. <laughs> I don't think anybody has. <laughs> uh, a boy, uh, shout out to fucking Mark Logan, he took up oh, his scholarship yeah. and he's been living in the States for what, five, six years now? That's right. Oh, I think he's married man. now, actually. Jeez, oh. So he's went out there and I think he must have a career in that now. I've not really been in touch with him, unfortunately, but he's definitely doing well for himself. He was a cracking big player. I can't boy you all in, man. Uh-huh. Um, made that jump here there, so fair play to him. Uh-huh. Definitely. Well, I good on him. Um, I shout out to Martin. Never. That's a wee blast for the past. Um, yeah. So I'm moving on there. So football wasn't really a goal as such. It was more of a hobby. So obviously, between the time you're playing football to you starting your MMA, sort of career was about a four-year gap. Is that right? Oh, aye. In 20... I did, I'd say about four years, roughly, three, four years. Right, and what, what, did I ask, what did you get up to in that, in that time then? Literally. Maybe sparked on a, an MMA career? <laughs> literally nothing, man. Like, that, in between that time, I was just waiting for the weekend to come go and join myself. During the week, uh-huh. I was literally just sitting in the house playing FIFA with my mates as well. Uh-huh. Uh, but I did look. Like, Start watching like MMA and well mainly UFC, uh-huh. and then I started to like, enjoy it a bit more. I started watching a bit more of the regional stuff and further out. But um, I like, always like, knew about it because growing up, I always like, like most people watch like WWE, uh-huh. and then I heard that like, Brock Lesnar made that sort of jump out of there. That's what I looked attention to start off with. But again, I'd only seen like wee bits here and there. I didn't really pay too much attention to it and during that like three four year hiatus I didn't absolutely nothing I remember buying a DVD and it was like the best of UFC 2011 and funnily enough actually Brock Lesnar gets finished off over him on that DVD and once I watched that I think it was like four or five hours of content on it and once I watched that I started like thinking I'd maybe like to get a bash Uh, but again it was just 
I thought, just put it in the back of my mind. Uh, I knew the grip house was like five minutes down the road, but it's just uh, the thought of it, join, like going to start a fight gym was quite e- eerie. Uh-huh. It would be, yeah. like, quite nerve-wracking, to be honest. Um, so I always uh, took a wee back step with that. And then me and my mate Ryan, we ended up uh, both going to the Gracie Barra gym at the bottom of the town and started doing jiu-jitsu. Uh, he's still doing it to this day, but again, he's at a different gym altogether. Um, I think I've done it for about six months, man, and uh, again, I've just sort of fell away for that because I hated like, training in a gi and stuff like that. And then it's very traditional, in it, Brajon Jiu-Jitsu? It's very like, white belt, so clean the mats and... Just oh, I never had a clean them up, but again, I'd never have shy away from you, you know what I mean? It's uh, quite a traditional sort of, a lot of history yeah. with that, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to like, talk bad about the gym, but they were a uh-huh. bit sometimes as well, man. But I ended up falling away from that as well, because I didn't like, like wearing gears and stuff like that. And again, at the end of the day, I wanted to, I wanted to fight and do MMA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was maybe like November of that year. I seen something pop up on Facebook, and it was uh, my now coach. He was running a six weeks fundamental, uh, fundamental course. So it was like Monday, Wednesday, and uh, Saturday, and hour at a time. I think one was striking, one was pardon me, grappling, and I, I don't know. If, I think the other one was jiu-jitsu and just learn the, the basic fundamentals of it. Yeah. So I. Had, uh, sorry, bro. Yeah, so I had done that, and then I just went from there, man. Like, I loved the, the course, and then I just started. I got a membership actually before the the course finished, and then just make sure I was coming up regularly. Uh-huh. Was there was there a was there a kind of obviously I know you spoke about Brock, uh, Brock Lesnar there making the kind of transition for wrestling across to um, to the UFC, but was there a particular moment? Or that you seen, or was it a particular person? Was it was it Brock Lesnar? You think that would maybe spurred you I, on to? He he brought it to light for me. I hey think my. that was the first uh, time I heard the UFC in that as well. Nah, I, like, I heard of that cage fight. You know what I mean? I just thought it was mm-hmm. this big taboo thing that barbarians do. You know what I mean? I <laughs> big barbarians with shields and swords. <laughs> nah, I just thought it was grim. And then like, <laughs> when I watched that DVD, and that's when I started to look. Like, pay a bit more attention to it and then standard during that time is when like Conor McGregor was starting to like, come up in the scene a bit more yeah. I think he actually just signed for the UFC at the time and then with that for me it was just starting to grow as well I think a lot of people probably look, look on him as being their main like, staple for how they go into it well, uh, and he definitely helped with me but uh, I think it was probably Brock Lesnar for me to start off with I think with Conor McGregor, it's more that see the sort of noise that he made, which oh, just became all oh, social media. That's all you seen. That was for me. That was, a, that was he, I remember it was a, the very first time when he was meant to fight uh, Jose Aldo, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" Because you just you just kept seeing him pop him up all the time. I didn't really follow UFC before or MMA. Yeah, uh, and then I just kept seeing him, on, and obviously they got cancelled that time, and he, he had what, two two fights before that. Uh, they eventually got to fight, but. Um, I think McGregor for a probably most people in Europe, or especially in the UK anyway, or Ireland, is probably the, the person who spurred them on. See with the, the whole Brock Lesnar going for 
WWF or WWE at the time, whatever it was, to UFC, See. and then it was like a couple of months later, he was the, the champion. A wee bit of me was wondering if it was fake, just because I'd never heard it, I'd never watched it, and I just heard this guy's went for WWE to that, and then he's a champion all of a sudden, I'm like, Thing it was staged like WWE. <laughs> I, well, I, well, I, that's what I thought. I thought it was all fake as well, like, but it's no fake. Until you actually watch risk, it. But I, I, until you watch it and you see, oh no, this is proper <laughs> skill. Definitely real. Aye. Aye, definitely real, 100%. To be but, fair, that he has a bit of a specimen as well. He's and a such a beast, isn't he? He's probably still is. I don't know if he's still doing anything, but aye. my God, man. So he's that side very quick as well, man. and I don't know. Obviously, look back again. I think everybody was on the juice as well, so it's probably uh-huh, better. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It was almost promoted back then, though, wasn't it? It wasn't. The, you never got drug tested, or um, uh, nah. I think Yashad has only, only been involved for. I think it's been as long as five years. Uh, That's a good fact. That's a great fact. There you go. I, it might not be fact, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fact. You've said it. Nobody says it. It's definitely fact. We are we are breaking ground here in this podcast. That was fact. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell that then. Anything I see in this podcast is true. <laughs> exactly. Aye, aye. Don't let anybody see otherwise. What? Um, see, when you, do you remember like when you first spoke to like family and friends and stuff like that? What their reactions were? Did you did you get any sort of negativity towards it or worry with your family or? No necessarily negativity. I think they thought I was full of pish. Um, nice. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, I've just said something to them and they thought, right, no bother. But then through this, because I was training a lot, I started like eating a lot more healthy. And before that, I was a fussy, fussy get man for eating. Mm. Uh, and even still, like, I'm eating a lot more and trying more things, and it's definitely helped diet-wise as well, man. Uh, eating a lot better and a lot fitter. And so once I was like, getting in late from the gym, going straight to the kitchen, then straight up the stairs to go to bed, and then back up in the morning after, and just rinse and repeat like five, six days a week. Though I think it's sort of like, bit onto that a wee bit. And even since like my dad's starting to it. Like, understand what the rules say a bit more and just try and take it in himself because at least when he comes he can understand what he's watching at the same time uh-huh. see what like you're saying about your diet and stuff like that and did they did that affect everybody around you at the time so you started eating better did everybody else start going oh, no you? no all right nah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i used to sometimes you find somebody if one person starts eating better and maybe eating clean and being that healthy lifestyle, if it has a knock-on effect to other people, but they're okay. Nah, <laughs> nine times at a time, my mum and dad didn't even eat at the same dinners, you know what I mean? So I just went uh-huh. in and that was it, really. That's but good, man. That's such a good like, determination like, to have that mindset to no let, no let it waver and just keep going and keep going and keep going. That's pure so strong will. It's funny. It's funny. Well, I'm like, constantly like, living after like, bird's-eyed chicken and kebabs, you know what I mean? It's not really <laughs> ideal and... I'm trying to like, go on only an hour at times. No, again, no, so. no. Nah, it's no feeling. Like, oh, it was killing me at times, man. Like getting stitches, just trying. The stairs of the gym is fucking horrible. And even like walking up the stairs, you can get a stitch at times. Uh-huh. So feeling shitty before I even started wasn't really ideal. No. So it was really just like, 
over the last like, what three and a half year now, it's just really just been learning and adapting as I go along, and then obviously having the kid, buying a house, and everything's just constantly changing. A big cycle, man, and it's get, it's getting. I, I don't want to say it's getting easier, but we're starting to like, find our own groove with it, where I can like mm-hmm. the same and stuff like that. It's becoming more familiar. Yeah, and like just finding the balance. I mean, I can be out for like half six, seven in the morning, and then not getting in till eight, half eight, yeah. which isn't really ideal. And then I like to get eight hours sleep at least. So then I'm back in the bed at like ten, say, and then back up again at six and just rinse, repeat. Aye, but then hopefully, obviously, off, aye. I was going to say that's that's the ultimate goal. Do you know what I mean? Hopefully, one day it'll. It'll, it'll pay off and you'll be big time. You'll <laughs> see. Make sure, make sure you don't forget us, eh? <laughs> see, that's fine, man. Like, for me, I just really want to see how far I can go, man, and just enjoy mm-hmm. it at the end of the day. Um, I, I definitely think I can say I'll always look, train anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I, man, if I, if I stop enjoying it, then I won't. I don't think I'll fight, but I'm enjoying it. Right. Tenfold, Good. so we're a long way off yet. Half the battle, isn't it? Enjoy oh, hundred percent, man. What's um, what's the, what's the process? See, so see, before we go into more of your, your kind of fight camps and stuff like that, what's the process? So obviously, you're, how long are you training for before you actually even found a weight class? Fighting? Uh, like, eighteen months. Uh, eighteen months, and how, and how did you decide? Like Kenny said, there, how do you decide what weight class you're going to be going into? Do you just take what your weight you're at at that moment and work out how how much you can strip or? Uh, well, it really just varies. No, I mean, like, obviously, I was training. I say to my coach, "Look, I look, I like to fight." And he's like, "Right in the water, roughly, you'll be eighteen months, give or take, depending on how you look." Absolutely fine. And then the thing came. And he, I, I can't remember if I asked him if I could. I asked him if I could fight on that show, and he says, "I." Um, and I, I think because I, I naturally float about when I'm fit. 70, 71 kilo, and it was the same day we and he says, like, let's, uh, right, let's try it at 65, and then after that, it's just been like 66 at mm-hmm. featherweight, so I'm quite yeah. happy there, I know I don't need to kill myself to make that weight, um, uh-huh. if, if I ever do like, a day before we I'll maybe go a bit lower, try it out, see how it goes, no big deal, you know what I mean? But I'll try to let any weight, like, when it really matters for me, then I just want to get as much experience in. But obviously, situations can change, and uh, current pandemic's a bit shitty as well, man. So I don't even know where I'm able to get the fight. I don't even know where I'm train. That's a tough Yeah. So, I And am I right in saying you, because it's the same day we are, you need to diet to that weight rather than as opposed to uh, cutting water? Yeah. People, yeah, people do cut water, but I don't really need to cut the water, so I would, wouldn't opt to do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I mean, the first time I tried to day 65 again, it's the first time I'd ever like, tried to diet ever in my life. So I uh, had a bit of a torrid time getting into that. And then because of that, uh, when I fought the second time, I was way ahead of schedule. And again, I think I was on weight like four weeks before. But I felt shite, like absolutely uh-huh. horrific, man, for like the next four weeks. And it really interfered with my training, man. 
And then, like I say, it's just adapting and learning about the third fight. Just the weight, the dieting went absolutely perfect, man. I felt brilliant all the way right through as well. I was making sure I was getting all my nutrition in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was check, checking with Graham as well, letting him know how I'm going on. and let, He just uh-huh. tells me any wee changes I need to make. Who's Graham? Uh, Who's that? Graham's a strength conditioning coach. Right, okay. Uh, uh, Alation Fitness Training. Mm-hmm. Really good at what he does, man. Very knowledgeable. Yeah. Which good is the way you, you're seeing like, the way you, you, your first fight, second fight, third fight, things are getting better and better and better. You're Pretty trying much. to get a wee sweet spot as you run up to your fight, you're getting that. You're like, right, well, no, next week can it be this way? And you're not really sacrificing your performance in the way up to fights. You're actually slowly yeah. but surely just hitting that ground running and yeah. aye, just, smashing it. Just finding that balance, pretty much, mate. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like if you can find that balance early enough, then surely you, you can carry it forward, man. Definitely. I see yeah. these like professional fighters like miss weight and stuff, and for yeah, me, it's just like, probably I would, fail it I would rather lose the fight than miss. Ah, uh, no. I don't mean that. sometimes, like, if you lose a fight, you might not have been able to control the situation to the best of your ability, mm-hmm. but you can always control your diet. Mm. Uh, it's easy for you to see. <laughs> Aye, basically. <laughs> um, it's hard for me to control my diet, right enough. But so hard I'm for me, though, so. especially just now. But <laughs> Aye. food's too Aye, tasty, man. Yeah. I love food. But the next like, week or two like, after, I thought I've always like went ham, like on food, Good. chocolate, and stuff like that. Yes. <laughs> but I want, <laughs> I, I want to sort of let in that that in the bud as well, man. Because then I blown up and then just have to like, lose uh-huh. all that again. Uh, it makes it harder for you. To be honest, it's like, oh, I'm craving this, I'm craving that. But see, once I get it and I've had it for like a week, I'm like, that was shit. Like, mm-hmm. All that from nothing, you know what I mean? I make myself sick. Aye. Especially if you're dieting for so long, because you must like, get it in your system, your body could maybe like, reject it. Like, just Aye. in case you like, oh, I'm going to be sick because all the grease or whatever see, it is you're eating. If my diet's bad, I suffer from like, really bad heartburn. Then that comes back with a vengeance, and then I'm. It's a spiral in it, downward spiral. Eating like rubbish carbs, start feeling like pains yeah. you normally feel. Uh, Your internet was jumping a wee bit there. You're going to be a bit, wee bit robot there. So, did you, <laughs> what is it? You get heartburn? What did you get heartburn and then? Yeah, I get heartburn and stuff like that. And then, uh, I lost track of where I was talking now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, man, it's just, if you I, broke I up it, and I was like, I find I, that I, I get think... like heartburn and. You feel dead lethargic and horrible and Aye, like that's what uh, it is. Like eating like, like crap foods and I start feeling like we niggles that I wouldn't normally feel and like inflammation in the bones and stuff like that. So I, that for me is next, just to try and nip in the bud, uh, like learning and adapting to current situations. Do you take a lot of supplements and stuff like that for like, inflammation and like your vitamin C, vitamin B, vitamin uh, you know, I take or omega threes? I, I eat a lot I eat a lot of fruit and veg, but I still take vitamins just to make sure I'm getting it. So I'll take an iron. In fact, that last week, I'd only just started taking iron. Um, That's to help with your vitamin take, C absorption. That, is, that helps you with your vitamin C. I think it's like your red blood, the oxygen going through you. Uh, energy. Stuff like that. Much. Um, I don't eat any fish, so I take like a omega-3, 6 and 9 uh, supplement, a B-complex, and I just a lot of multivitamins. That means at least I'm getting 
everything in the end. bases. Probably take too much of something as well along the lines, but uh, I take CBD capsules as well. And I'm trying to... They're great. They're brilliant. Introduce like, turmeric into my, my diet as well, just for like, inflammation. Uh, like yeah. uh, Mate, they're brilliant. That is really, really good stuff. Aye. Just need to see how that? I, see, I see people that put a lot of that into their teas and that. And I drink that a lot of... Not the last couple of weeks, but I do tend to drink a lot of like green tea. So if I can try mm. and like, mix that together, I don't know how it would taste, but mm. if I go for it now, it might not be too bad. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it feels good, I enjoy it. So is that your strength and conditioning coach you say to you about all the vitamins, or is that you doing a bit of research? And That's just me doing it? a bit of research. Like When oh, I'm sitting about like, my tea breaks at work or anything like that, and if I'm just trying to like, learn wee bits, there's been times where I've had to like, re-Google and re-Google and re-Google mm-hmm. just to make sure I'm... I'm understanding it properly and what's what vitamins and what minerals are for what. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've never like got a notepad or that, so I don't really enjoy it and doing because it is just mm-hmm. a case of like, jumping on your phone. Uh, but I am just constantly doing that over the course and to try to like, learn behind as I go along. Brilliant, man. Definitely. Good to show your commitment for it. Aye, I, I, I like feeling good. <laughs> Quite right, aye. <laughs> I know, that definitely. Right? You take it for granted a lot when you're, when you're younger as well, seeing you going back to like being you know, teenagers, like even turning 20, early 20, you, you do, you notice a difference big time from when you jump to that to, I mean, we're only what, mid to late 20s just now, Kenny's a wee bit older. Shut but, up, man. <laughs> so but, rude. Uh, you definitely notice, you definitely notice it. 100%. Look at my grey hair, look. Look how bad that is, man. That's... <laughs> There was people just yeah. listening though, so just it's, like I will. it's really, it's really grey. Really it's grey. exceptionally grey. Uh. <laughs> um, but I see, see you just jump back to your um, just before your first fight. Yeah. Like, what was your initial reaction? So, see when you got the you got the go ahead that you were going to be fighting. Were you, were you scared? Or were you like were you just buzzing? Or I think I was just. Well, I remember I was just excited, mate. To be honest, um, I don't remember feeling like, scared in the process until that. Like, on the day, it was like after I got my hands wrapped, I felt everything felt a bit more real, and that's when mm-hmm. the nerves and all started to like appear. But it is what it is, man. He'll be feeling the exact same, so it's only like natural, you know what I mean? It's... Do you know who Tony Robbins is? Aye, aye. Tony Robbins, right? So Tony Robbins has got a, an audio book out, and I'll be listening to that. See the the chemical makeup of somebody who's excited and somebody who's really nervous. It's the exact same. Right. It's the exact, exact same. So if you choose to feel excited, you feel excited. But if you choose to feel nervous, then you feel nervous. But the, the chemical makeup in the body is the exact same. Yeah, it's essentially just your body getting itself ready for whatever's going to be so happening. Preparing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just up to you how you choose it. Like you said, you're excited, which is good. Cause... It's actually, it's on the, during the warm-up for my second fight, I end up... I don't know if it was like a mixture that just eating too much in the nails, but during the warm-up, I had to run away to the bin and spew. <laughs> really? Aye. Oh, yeah. uh, I, mean, like, uh, I think I was just hitting pads with my coach, trying to get everything moving. I had to like, nip away and just spew in the bin. But during my oh, first fight, I was yeah. I was actually sick in my mouth in the cage. Wow, man. See, I mean, <laughs> things that you would... These, this probably you happens to everybody, it. and you never, ever know about it. Oh, that must have tasted so bad, man. <laughs> I'm just glad it never came out, you know what I mean? I think I took uh-huh. the body down. Because it, 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 I think it just clipped me, actually, and then I managed to finish a takedown. And it's just before I stood up, because it was the end of the, the round, if I remember right. So just I went to stand up, I swallowed it. 
Oh, I wasn't wasn't pleasant, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, just motivate you more. Like, oh, it's horrible. I'm gonna get you. It just must be must be quite important though. Weird. Beforehand, like see, because if you're into, I know see, like, I know it's a bit different, right? But your your um, type of sports like so intense, right? So you you're, you're full on for five minutes or three or however long your rounds are, but. You, can you imagine drinking like, even something some simple like drinking too much water before you go in and you get that mm-hmm. kind of full stomach? See if I run and if I've got full stomach, I just spew. So definitely, you try to find that balance. It definitely has an effect, man. I mean, you remember sparring, but just try to sip water in between rounds, but at the same time, if you've got that old like cotton mouth, you know what I mean? You are yeah. just it's just natural just to try and like guzzle it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It's just tough not to do that, man. Yeah, definitely. Did you see when you were um, before you were going into your first fight, like during your camp and stuff? Did you have a specific sort of training style? Did you because you're predominantly for what, for what we've seen for your first three fights, you like to a decent wrestler um, and more kind of like jujitsu. And uh, was that always been your kind of thoughts when you first started training, or were you just taking it as it came? Or yeah, just taking it as it came, mate. I'm, I wouldn't even say I'm really a jujitsu player, man. Like a role. But it's certainly not my strong suit anyway. Um, I'm quite naturally strong, so I'm, I feel confident enough like, to be in proper somewhere and just try and work like that. Yeah. But I like to like, move and, and span. I like to like, just try and stand up as well, man. It's just when I'm in, anytime I fought, it's just not even like the first fight, I was quite comfortable standing up, but the other two, I just felt more instinctive to like, shoot takedowns. Mm-hmm. So I always say, like, before, I've got to do this and that in my head, and then once I'm in there, it's just... It's totally different. Aye, uh, totally different, man. It's Plans just trying to do what you're doing, plus like, listen to like, Deedon as well, and just go with the flow, man. See, it's funny you say that, because I, I remember, you remember when Conor McGregor fought Eddie Alvarez? And uh, right. Eddie Alvarez is obviously a, predominantly a wrestler. He's an all-American sort of wrestling champion or whatever, so... His his whole camp was based around him taking Conor McGregor down. Yeah, <laughs> and he did get shot for maybe two takedowns the whole fight. And he was, and they asked him after it, like, was that no, was that no your, your game plan? And he said, aye. And he was like, I just don't know. I just when you aye. go in there, you, you just, didn't want to get roped into boxing, man. Aye. aye. Um, but the whole plan just went away. Do you know what I mean? It's, it must be hard to try and stick to a game plan when when your coaches are watching you. Obviously, they know what they're talking about, but you're the one in there at the end of the day, so you can see. Well, you can't see what's going to happen, but you can get a better understanding or a better feel for something. It's like, even when you're up to that last one, I think like, sparring on a Monday, like, uh, tie, like tie boxing, kickboxing, and then like me and a few of the boys started getting together on a Wednesday at five o'clock, uh, just just to box, like put big gloves on and just box and just work on that. And then obviously we've got a Friday and a May sparring. So like, I was working a lot on my striking as well, and it was definitely coming on like, leaps and bounds. But again, I went in there. My footwork was fine. I just didn't exchange enough or, uh, as I would have liked to. But uh, when I watched when I watched that one back, I definitely feel I won it a lot more comfortable than I did at the time. Uh-huh. Uh, but I see, see so the first two things. Yeah, two things. So we are going to talk about your three fights. But do you remember, see when you're in there, do you, do you remember them? Do you reflect or do you see what takes you to come out to watch them to go, that's right, I remember that now? Or is it just uh, adrenaline the full time you're in there? A bit of both, man. Like, I remember like, bits and bobs and I won't remember bits and bobs. It's how it's happened. Uh-huh. 
so handy to be able to like, go back and like, watch and see uh, what I, I should have done here and what I shouldn't have done there. And you can see all like, the wee little mistakes, even mistakes that you, you wouldn't even make in training, mm-hmm. but you've made in there just because the Situation, million things in your head when you're in there, aye? Aye, definitely. See, see your um, your first fight, how, how long, what's that kind of average training camp? Does it change in terms of like, the length, how many weeks, or, does it, or is it always kind of the same? <laughs> to be honest, like, I feel like most people say the same, man. Like, training camp, like a training camp is more of a thing of the past, man, because like, they're trying to like, train all, all the time. You're round constantly, always improving. And yeah. if anything, anything, the intensity just goes up a bit more. Yeah. Uh, for like maybe five, six weeks prior. Uh, like people put it on you a bit more in sparring and stuff like that. But uh, nah, I wouldn't say anything really changes except the intensity, man. Could, could you, for anybody who maybe doesn't know, obviously we don't really know either, but uh, what, what sort of prep do you have for a camp then? What is it? Obviously, I know you said the, the only thing that really changes is the intensity. But when you say the intensity, does that mean like people pour on you a bit, or do you do you increase your sessions per week, or are you you know are you yeah, a lot more closely? Or? A bit, of, a bit of both, man. Like obviously, like, I'm training all year round, but like, if I've got a fight coming up, Laura will give me a wee bit more of a green light. Look, you can have like, the extra hour or so. Or, you can train like the Saturday because, like I said, I'm still trying to like, find that balance between family life and doing that, especially with the Anna. Uh, so I can get the extra sessions in, and then the only thing that really changes is just the calorie deficit as well, man. Yeah. But that must be hard, though, training with, and train, training as hard as you do in a deficit. Do you know what I mean? Because it's hard enough training the way you train when you're, you're maybe, um, even maybe maintenance. in a surplus, aye, or maintenance. Do you know what I mean? It's probably hard enough. Whereas you're, when you're minusing maybe sometimes or maybe up to 700 calories from your mm-hmm. diet, that must be, must take it out of you a lot more. It, it can, man, but like, there's times you can be a wee bit, I find you can be a wee bit hard on yourself as well, where uh, you've maybe had a session and like, you've mentally felt like shitty and lethargic through it, but like, you'll like, speak to like, your training partners or whatever and they're like, no, you're, like, you're, you're looking sharp, you're doing well. So a lot of it can just be mental as well. Because I, I actually eat, uh, I only eat what, 10 o'clock and then 1 o'clock, that's like my two breaks from work. And then I don't have a dinner until I'm home that night. So the only, the only thing that's tough, uh, tough for me with the, the calorie deficit is just because my work is pretty, like a lot of manual labour. Is it you well. on sites? I'm on sites, I do groundworks, so I'm like laying slabs and cubs and stuff like that for a living. Nice, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, innit? We'll check, when we did, me and you will do a podcast together, we'll do a different one, we'll do a groundworks one. Just leave me. <laughs> I'll sell you the bricks. Uh, you see all these old guys, all the construction workers listening in on that. Uh, that. Is that you? Is that you? <laughs> Heard about that great slab you laid the other week. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. Uh, well, I so... We'll, we'll move on then to your to your actual fights, right? So Kenny and I have obviously we've obviously had a look through the fights. I've watched them before, as I, as we'd said. Um, so first fight, what's it like? See when you're you're just ready to come out. Obviously, I know you said when you get your hand wrapped and stuff, it starts to become a bit more real. But what's it like? See when you walk out and you like, you first see the crowd, because obviously these um, is it on top promotions, isn't it? 
Um, there's still how many? About a thousand, a thousand people, maybe. <laughs> Give or take, probably. Uh, I. It just so depends on how many tickets are sell, but it's always relatively mobbed anyway. Even, even I couldn't, be- I couldn't believe when I watched the videos how busy it was. Like, not that I'm saying I was expecting it to be quiet, but I thought it was at like the Emirates or something because it was just uh, so loud. <laughs> it was, it was, it was so, it was crazy. Uh, it's a good show to fight on, man. Like, uh, the promoters as well have always like, been really good with you as well, and it's, it's just an it's an ideal platform, especially for amateurs. Uh, uh-huh. Definitely. So what's he feeling like then when you walk out and obviously you've got your family uh, and I know your dad so I know he's, he would have been the loudest one shouting there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what was it like when you seen like your dad and your mum and all your mates and stuff like that when, when they're all shouting for you? Is it, are you quite emotional from, or do you just kind of just hype you up a wee bit? From, my first, from what I remember my first fight my mates weren't there because right. I actually left the venue straight to the airport to go and my mates stagged there. <laughs> they were already there for the day before, so it was really just my family that was there. Um, oh, I remember that actually. I remember you, po- you posted about that, right? So the bit where you walk, like you walk into the cage, was actually at the opposite end from where like, they were all sitting. So I didn't really see them at the time. Uh, so I, I think that probably like, helped me a wee bit because I didn't feel as, the pressure as much. Um, the setting time, I definitely they were, they were right beside the ramp. But I was just too, like, what's the word for it? Just too... Too, too focused? Not even focused, man. I think I was just trying to be too intense, even with myself, man. Right. And then, like, just being in there, like, just... It was almost like a poker face more than anything, and just saying in my head, well, I'm going to do this and do that. And I feel like I just overwhelmed myself a wee bit, mate, to be fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then third time round, even when I run up to the fight, I just kept saying to myself, like, just enjoy it. Like, whether you perform or not, just make sure you're enjoying it. So I remember going into the cage the third time, taking a big deep breath, uh, getting in. I, actually, I was actually happy and excited when I was in there. I, I presume it's just because I'm getting a bit more comfortable with it as well. Oh, I definitely. And I actually remember like, facing the boy uh, and giving a big smile. And I, I actually think I winked at him as well. And he was... <laughs> he, he was just saying, like, try to like, be all like, tense and shit like that. And I think like, once I winked at him, he started laughing back at us. And I think it's all that settled him a wee bit. But I broke the tension a wee bit, no, I mean, it's, we're just in there for a fight and a bit of sport, no, I mean, but at the end of the day, there's no need to be a dick about it at the same time. Aye. When okay. I was watching him when you walked in, it did look like, I'm not saying you're like Mike Tyson, but that way Mike Tyson is that, like, he's looking and he's looking where he's going, like, he's looking at that opponent and... Mm-hmm. That, that, that pure what's the tunnel vision or something like that you know exactly where you're going what you're doing and why you're there and I don't get, think it's maybe just I like you're saying excitement and you're just wanting to get in there and you're wanting to have fun and, and win and everybody's got their own ways of dealing with it um, like the first boy I thought he was like dead tense and growling and even during the fight he was like trying to taunt and shit like that if that's what you're into, mate, batter in, know what I mean? But <laughs> Didn't it work out for him, did it? Nah. <laughs> uh, but nah, it's no matter, Batman. Just need to go and just... I'm happy to just, just do it for as long as I possibly can, know what I mean? Aye, aye. Because well, at the end so, of the day, both of you shake hands and look... Uh, I've actually like, spoken to people who've got a brand new after it. So aye, it's... Aye, like, you're not mates, you know what I mean? You're, 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 there's a mutual respect there because you respect what each other's done over the last 
well, obviously we're training weeks. all the time, but for 10 weeks before it, they've been really intense and thinking about you and you've been thinking about them. And mm-hmm. I, so we spoke about obviously walking into the crowd, right? You hear the crowd and stuff like that. What's it like when you actually get into the cage for the first time and in, a, in a, an actual match rather than just the sparring? An actual event. Yeah. I found it quite daunting the first time, if I'm honest, man. Uh, <laughs> Like I said, like the boy, the first time round was like dead tense, and like I, I remember like facing off at the weigh-in with him, and like his head, he was growling that much, his head was fucking vibrating. <laughs> like, it was weird. And then, he, so I tried to like carry that persona into the the fight, I guess. Uh-huh. And because as soon as I, I remember that like, I walked in, and cause he locked eyes with me, I just made sure I wasn't like wavered. Uh-huh. I wasn't breaking contact with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I ended up just a bit of a, a tense stare off. I think that sort of like pissed me off a wee bit more as well, man. So it sort of like rubbed the nerves away a wee bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's, it's hard to explain because every time you're in there, like, even from going for A to B, like, things change. Imagine that every time is going to be different. So it's never going to be the same. Aye. It's always going to be a different feeling. But again, like I said, like, things can change, man. But I feel like. I, I liked my process of that last one and just going in and look, just smile, man. Smile and wave, take a deep breath and just, it's only nine minutes. And then, well, say 12 Aye. minutes, talk about in between. I bet it feels so. like a good hour, though. Oh, when you're actually in there. That <laughs> is. Uh, so, what stage do they, does the time ever step up? Does, is, that, is that not a thing? Am I, I see this as a thing I don't know much about the whole MMA scene, I only know about. Like the glory days and UFC and stuff. Like I'm a pure, is that a yeah. fanboy? I only like big events. Well, you go from three minutes to five as soon as you go pro. Like, right. Once once you go pro, all it is is smaller gloves. You can use elbows and knees, and the time's longer, and you're right. Okay. Uh-huh. The new is just everybody's green, everybody's learning. Right. Just. Going with it, trying to enjoy it. Aye. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's when you'll soak up most experience. Even you're just enjoying something, do you know what I mean? You'll, you will you um, will soak it up a bit better than if you're just tense all the time, do you know what I mean? Because you're not going to. No. You can see it with like, the amateurs that have like, had more experience, uh, more fights. Like, they just almost almost just ooze confidence and just take it in their stride the more they're in there. And that's just. Sort of, that's where I want to get to uh-huh. uh, over the next, say, the next year or so. Just know that I'm, I know my process, I'm going to be comfortable and then just go from there. Because I know if I'm going to be happy, then I'm more likely going to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're happy as well, you're going to give everything. You know, if you're not enjoying mm-hmm. it, you're going to half arse it. Yeah. Um, just, if I'm happy, then I'm not going to be in there too tense and... You know, like, you're potential wasting energy. So see the the on top like the big events, are they quite regular? Are they only like every like three or four <sighs> a year? Or? I think between the last two that I fought on, they were a year apart. Um, I think they like to push for three and four a, a year, if my knowledge is correct. But like a lot of like, the other promoters. Like just book dates and then you end up with fight shows like Clyde and stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. So it is a bit of a nightmare, especially for fighters, man. And then naturally, people pull out due to injuries and stuff like that. And if there's two shows at one time, it's harder to get fighters in and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was just thinking because you're scheme keen, you're happy. It's just if you want to fight probably as much as you can, especially at events, you want to be fighting at events and getting that experience under your belt. So Oh, yeah, definitely. So um, can you just pick any event to fight in or do you need to... If there's an event come up, I'll say if there's an event coming up, I'll say to my coach, look, what's the chances of me getting on it? Mm-hmm. Granted, if I'm what, still been training in the gym consistently and all that carry on, then he'll say aye. What's the chances of getting on it if somebody gets injured? Is that, do they have like, people to step in at that point? Or? I've never yet? really been in that sort of position, man. But again, I'm, as long as I'm fit and I can make the weight, then I don't mm-hmm. think there'll be much of a problem, mate. Uh, see, see, just going back to your first fight, right? So... Obviously, it was your debut. First time you were getting in the, in the cage. And then, obviously, you got the win, right? So, for anybody that doesn't know, you got the win. Your first in your debut fight. What, what was what was the feeling like when you found out? Because it was a decision. So, your, first, your three fights have all been by decision, eh? Aye. So far. So, what was it like to... When obviously, the referee lifts up your arm, says in the blue corner or whatever. What was it like? Yeah. That was a, a, definitely a massive relief anyway, because I don't know... I can't even really remember how I was feeling like during that. I was just happy uh-huh. that it, I'd got through it, I think, if I can put it like that. Uh, and then I won brilliant, fucking elated. I think it's one of the, ha- the, the biggest highs I've had. Uh-huh. It lasted about two hours, mate, and then... It like went to the airport. Stomach cramps, you're a camel cake, right? <laughs> where, where was your stag to? Eh, uh, fucking Benadon. Do we have some stories for the stag, do you? <laughs> oh, no. Well, no, I, no, just, I, just, I, just, I just rocked up to the stag, like, that morning. Uh, I ended up having to go to the airport. I had to sit there for like, fucking six hours, man, before I even like, got a chance to board a flight. No, well, I've rocked up at the stag, do. Uh, and fucking, why my message came down, like, I calling my cousin. He's away at the hospital. How to try to fit in the fridge. Now, Colin's like six foot, six foot one. And he's trying to find this wee five foot fridge with a big glass panel on the boat, mate. So, oh, Nugget, he tries to climb in, stands on the glass and breaks all his foot, man. Oh, Jesus. There's literally, there's a video on one of your group chats, man. If, it was, if I can send it to you, I will, because there's blood everywhere. Oh, uh, Colin. Right, that, that's Colin. what I miss. Um, Stay away from fridges. Listen, <laughs> learn, didn't it? Couldn't have been that warm in Benidorm, could it? So, actually, you can back for your stadu. What's the process when you come back? To, so, do you give yourself what two weeks before you get kind of get back in proper training, or do you just? Uh, people give it. Some people don't even give it that a week. Nah, everybody different. It depends how you're feeling. I suppose depending on your injuries, man. But an ideal one back. Just get back in, get back into routine Aye. because once I'm the longer I'm away, the bigger the rut I'm going to be in. Yeah, it builds up more pressure as well. You want to be in there as soon as possible. I assume you want to get back Aye, in, you want to get more experience. And, man, uh-huh. uh, so what was the difference? The with, one, what, was that how long was between your first and second fight? What was the time scale? Almost a year, man. Then, oh, really, a year again between my second and third. It's not really ideal, wow, man. man. Uh, you need to be in, between, in between the two I did have other fights scheduled 
Mm-hmm. The first one, uh, she was heavily pregnant and she had like, a checkup up at the hospital or something like that. And the wee man's heart, uh, heartbeat like, stopped or it kept like, dropping or something like that. Uh, oh. I think the umbilical cord was running his neck or something like that. So I had like, other things on my mind. Oh my God, so, so much. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So my coach says, look, you've got other things ahead. Don't worry about it. If you want to pull out, pull out. I says, right, no bother. Turns out a blessing in disguise because he ended up being born the day I was meant to fight. Oh, oh well, brilliant, man. Brilliant, eh? Uh, Everything was okay, <laughs> eh? We man's okay. Oh, everything's okay. He was three and a half weeks premature. So I had to stay in the, the, the hospital for a few days. But other than that, it was mm-hmm. pretty sound, man. Good, uh, good. He's still hung away than the new, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bro, I seen I seen a picture you put up uh, uh, yesterday earlier on. She's getting big, eh? Yeah, it's me. He's fucking cheeky as well, man. Too <laughs> much like me. No, I like wonder, the, wonder who he takes that after. My dad. I've seen that before. Right. <laughs> um, but I what do you what do you think? Like, so, like you seen about the wee man that him growing up and you're wanting to stick in MMA. Is, is a good lady. Allowing that is she's not allowing it, but I'm saying she's controlling you. But oh no, totally man. Uh, she knows I'm no half fast about it. Uh-huh. It's it's done a lot more positive in my life than negative, like so much Good. more. Uh, it got me away from the madness pretty much. It got me being able to afford to buy a house because yeah. I wasn't spunking it on other stuff. Uh-huh. So, like I say, like my 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 food, everything's just getting better. I'm just it keeps me in shape. It's just that's my my thing, man. She's all for it. Obviously, she Good. missed the first the first one because she was like, I think she was like six months pregnant or something like that. But even the other two, like she loved it being there. Good. It's the kind of environment and the person you need surround, especially when you've got a kid. Like it's oh totally, man. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely. Um, so she she moving on to your second fight, right? Yep. So <clears throat> obviously we've kind of touched on. The, the different camps was there any different to your second camp for your first camp did you say that was when, when Laura was or you just had the wee man or aye so we, we had the Wayne and he was an absolute fucking nightmare for sleeping like right. up five six times a, a night uh, every single night like ridiculous so that definitely like, was a bit tough because again like I like to get my eight hours. I like to get up early, but I just, I just need my eight hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there was that, and then everything else is more just like mental pressure that I put on myself, man. Like I, was, I want to do this, and I want to do that, and I want to be on weight, and blah, blah, blah. And I think I was like on weight, like, like I say, it's fucking four weeks before or something like that, and it just had a total detriment between that, yeah. the lack of sleep, and just the mental like, pressure I put on myself. I definitely like, paid the price here. So obviously it didn't go as planned, right? So you, you, you lost a second fight to a decision, right? What do you think? Do you think that done a bit a bit of positive for you, Logan, into your third fight or even moving forward? So you had experience yeah. experiencing a loss and then maybe thinking back to what you might have done or might, you might have should have done or whatever? Well, definitely I had positives. Like I say, on the ramp to that, it was a lot of like just putting mental pressure on myself for like no reason. Uh-huh. Uh, just a learning process, I guess. So, yeah. what I done that time, the third time around is don't do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's as simple as that, man. Like, as that. Don't and, and obviously get my ears. 
<laughs> so you think if you'd got your eight hours and you'd not put pressure on yourself, see the pressure you put on yourself, that must take us some amount of energy as well. Like, oh, definitely. Train you as well, and you're not getting yourself as fresh as you can be. But it's not even like the the thought of losing. It's like the thought of embarrassing myself in front of like everybody. That was more the detriment. I think. Uh, uh, I feel like I was getting in my head too much. Probably other people were getting in my head as well. And that is what it is, man. I think if you focus too much on a, I'd imagine, right? Obviously, I have no a clue, but I would imagine that a lot of people are focused on getting a some sort of win streak, and they want this best unbeaten record, and they want this and that. But realistically. How many times is that going to happen? For how but like many? I say, like, I'm sure like your record doesn't even matter anyway. It doesn't aye, even matter until like, you go pro. Just experience, um, really, at the end of the day, isn't it? I, that's all it is for us. Just try and get as much experience as possible. Like, you're, you should be like, competing in jiu-jitsu competitions, which I'm guilty for not doing. I, I competed yeah. in one on the up to that fight there. Uh, I, I can, just I don't like wearing a, a, wearing a gi, but I'll definitely need to compete more like that. Uh-huh. If I can get a kickboxing fight, I don't know the rules of Muay Thai, but I can get a Muay Thai fight just uh-huh. for the sake of that experience and like performing in front of people. And different, uh, different, think, uh, like, do you call it different sports as well? Martial arts, uh, disciplines. Sorry, that's what I was looking for. Different yeah. disciplines. It would, it would definitely, I, I, I definitely like like a Thai or like a K one fight or something like that because just just to work like use my striking. Know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so I can like transfer that over into MMA instead of being so gun shy in a fight. Yeah. So see, see the grip house. Would they know? Would they allow you to bring somebody in to to spar with or to like gear that experience? Or does it need to be you need to go out there and fight somebody? Or I don't know. No, no, no. Well, the thing would never let some stranger for the street like just. Appear, know what I mean? Who's not had any experience, but if they've got like, a background, then I, I guess they would. Aye. Right in saying, Jamie, that obviously the Grip House is probably one of the the, the best known MMA gyms in probably Scotland. Um, they've produced people like Jojo Calderwood, obviously he's in the UFC. Um, as always, it's uh, no Stevie Ray, who's the other one? Raw Whiteford. Uh, Raw Whiteford, aye. So. Have had successful MMA careers, so you think about bringing somebody in to spa. You've probably got, if not, the best. Uh, Aye, do you know what I mean? Well, Joanne obviously stays in Vegas now. Uh-huh. I think she's in the gym like once every six months or something. I don't know, but I I've never met her personally. I've uh-huh. never trained her or anything like that. Because uh, she's obviously over there living her own life now. Yeah. And who's that? Who's who's she? I don't. Sorry. Joanne Calderwood, uh, she's actually scheduled to fight uh, Valentina Shevchenko for the, the flyweight title. July, isn't it? Well, scheduled for Maybe July. July, but I don't know if it's been postponed now. No, I don't know yet. But where, where is it? I know she obviously trained in Grip House, but do you know where it is she's from? Where about in Glasgow? Or? No. I, I, I want to say Asha, but I could be wrong, man. Yeah. But it's good. It's a good... So anyway, Let's get back to Jamie. Let's, let's <laughs> talk about Jamie. I know, I know somebody that I have not googled before this conversation, right? So. <laughs> uh, but I also thought about fight two. Third fight. Don't you go again? So see, see, fight two and fight three. Yeah. Do you think that person being a bit taller? Because it looked as if they were they were a lot, not a lot taller, but they were certainly taller than you. Did that help, or do you, do you notice, or was it was it anything at all to do with the fight, or just? He, he certainly looked 
notice, I guess. Um, the boy I thought the second fight was a big boy, man. Um, the third time, Fraser, he was, he was just a bit longer, Flip. Aye. He, he, he looked quite feel... young as well. He looked young. Not that you look <laughs> old, but... <laughs> well, well, it's the, the thing is... It's the beard, mate. It's the beard. Being 27 and in the amateur scene, nine times out of ten, it's probably going to be a younger boy you're fighting. Really? Yeah. Aye. Yeah, especially now, because like, even some of the boys that are coming up through the gym, they're like 16, 17, 18. Wow, man. And just because at that age, they're just like sponges taking it all in, man. To be hit like, repeatedly and keep coming back at that age, I'm still scared to get punched. <laughs> I spent my teen years getting punched anyway. Like, I, see, I, I was never in me. that. I was never in that environment. Like, I, I just, I, don't, I, don't, I think I've only been punched about three times in my life. And I don't look to get punched a fourth. It's, it's, it's a scary thing, man. The wee man's punched me more than that today. <laughs> I'm a wee girl. She grabs, she grabs my face and just clings on to it for dear life. It's so horrible, man. Break the skins. Aye, I'm not interested. I don't know. I might. T- I might. That might be my first proper fight. I might fight half at some point. Aye, <laughs> maybe when she gets a bit older, right enough. She was eighteen months. Eighteen months. She might battle me. She might battle me. I don't know. But, uh, I might hit her so back. So fight, right, fight free. Aye. Talk to me. So back on when we get back on the uh, on the winning side. So you got your W. So would you say you're kind of refocused getting into that fight because obviously you had a bit of. Um, your energy was focused maybe a different Aye, if, different places the last one I, I feel like see towards the end of last year like I just had my head lit on other things just outside the gym mm-hmm. uh, me and her were adapting to the other things and that uh, just and my head was just a bit all over the place man I was actually meant to fight that like, September last year as well and again I had to pull out because like Without getting too much into detail, there was like just uh, a wee bit of a rift between me and her and stuff like that. How, how long have you just, lived in your house? Just a bit of Sorry? Sorry, how long have you lived in your house? Like, how long have you had your house for? I got the keys for this house the day after Cameron was born. Wow, man. So everything's yeah. just... It's so amplified, uh, regardless of like, what your life's about. Jesus Christ. So even when I, when I, I first move in, look after a baby... Go to work, she's juggling so many different things. Nah, because the first time round, she was still up in Dundee staying for uni. Um, she was pregnant, so and I was still staying with my mum and dad. So for me, it was just jumping out my dad's van at Porsche mm-hmm. and then going straight to the gym, train for however long I want, walk up the road. And I was like half an hour walk, so I walk up the road, cook my dinner, bed, repeat. That, that was, was literally, I was happy doing that. And then, right. obviously, get the house, get the kid. So many fucking different changes. So, oh, aye. Just constantly having to adapt to it, like I says. Even, even just having a kid alone, you know, even if you had the house and you were training, Everything else. Even, even just bringing a, a, your wee boy into the equations, you know what I mean? That's going to change a lot. I think, never mind the house, having to de- maybe even decorate and even. Aye. So, maybe fight free is when you've started to settle in and get a routine and. Get your eight hours Aye. sleeping. I'd say let's see that after Christmas, mm-hmm. like the first couple of weeks, I feel like towards like the end of last year, I wasn't really, I was just training for the sake and I was starting to like just not enjoy it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Not not enjoy it, but like, 
just doing it for, for the emotions, exercise, just rather. turning up. Aye. Aye. I sort of just lost myself a wee bit, and then from like the new year onwards, I started like enjoying it more and more. And it's just it's a it's a love hate thing. Aye. <laughs> Uh, you love the again, you're, you're not always going to have like, no, everything's all going to be fucking sunshine and rainbows. Oh, I mean, you're going to have like tough times and all that, and that was just a wee. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, nah. As, I'm sitting here <laughs> as if I know, as if I'm, oh, I know what you mean, Jimmy. No, 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 no I love getting hit. In life, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to have like your tough times, and that was just a wee tough one for me. Even when uh, you think about anybody who's like, crying myself and just enjoy everything again. Aye. You think about anybody who's successful, not just in MMA, but in sport and business, how many times do you need to be down before you can come back to Do you know what I mean? It's just, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but uh, everything probably will stand you life. Yeah. That is just life. But Robert Downey Jr., he's a drug addict. Now he's by the richest people to ever do movies. I, was in a, I don't know what drugs they took, but he knows definitely a drug addict. As I say, anything in this podcast that said is true. So, Gospel, 100%. Aye, aye sure. definitely. Which, um, see, just on a, a bit of a side topic, right? See, see fighters get into the... See, when they make that walk, you always see them so focused, right? So, we're probably talking about UFC. It's probably it's the biggest... Um, it's most uh, relatable, isn't it? ...organisation for, for much matter platform, or, uh, MMA platform. In the world, so see when you watch them right, and they're, they're so focused going in. How many times do you think, uh, not just a UFC, but an MMA fighter goes into the octagon with a set like a small injury or a large injury? Or do you think it's more common than what people think? Every time, look at right. If you're yeah, I think that's mad. Fight, if you're not going into a fight with an injury, I reckon you're probably not training hard enough, man. Unless you've just got really, really fucking lucky. <laughs> right. Good genetics. Because yeah. yeah. you had you had your knee brace on, didn't you? You you had a, a knee brace on. Aye, but that what, wasn't yeah, an injury. Like, I had an abscess Aye. on my knee. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. And what like, fight week I was taking like, antibiotics, and it was really just to cover like, the wound essentially because there was a plaster Aye. over it. But mm-hmm. they've looked at that because I wore it the way in as well, and they've looked at that thinking, oh, he must have something to matter. And I think within like the first five, five, six, five, six. Five, ten seconds, the boys look panda leg kicking. Oh, I did. He did. But yeah, he, no, I done two. Mm-hmm. right into the side of my knee. And mm-hmm. it was absolutely nothing. I just felt the force of it. But it was like knee injuries or anything like that. I think he just gave him something to aim for that wasn't there. <laughs> just get out and know your fights. Take his focus away from you. Well, the second kick he flung, he actually injured his own foot because he kicked with the top of his foot right against the side of my knee. So... <sighs> It came back that's to the If you watch the end of that round, you said he was, he was probably limping a wee bit, wasn't he? When he went back to Aye, the, yeah. uh, the corner. The master to get a takedown. Uh, the bell rung and he stood up, but you see him like limping away back to his side. Uh-huh. I would do that with every fight. I'd, I would come down with a neck brace on and stuff like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a really sore neck. Yeah. <laughs> My first one actually had like fucking a big massive cauliflower here. And it the only way I can print it and it, uh, describe it is imagine like toothache in your ear. What, earache? Oh, no. No. Like, no yeah. well, they would say, like, Jamie would up, say, like, earache. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's, like, it's not even in your ear, it's like at the top. Oh, right, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was like yeah, yeah. constantly filling up with like, blood and fluids. I think I had that like four weeks before I fought and every day I was having to go home and drain it and drain it and drain it. It wouldn't. I never had the time to go hard. 
totally ripped put magnets on it, I got totally ripped fucking bandage it up, but it never ever worked. I think it did. Is that for just for your for your wrestling? Or did you I got mine now off just drilling with some fucking stranger. Oh, really? Instead of it touching it in my side of my gloves, twice he fired a hook into the side of my ear. And it ah, wasn't even right. like bad shots, but it's just the blunt force it. And then ah. that night, it was a way up. So every night I was having to go home and fucking drain that. So I became the master of, master of that. That's <laughs> disgusting. I've only said a lot of rugby players get that, didn't they? Aye. It, that's I thought you were only meant, to, you only meant to drain it a few times and... After so many times, that was you couldn't drain it anymore. I thought that was a thing. Is it obviously nah, not? If, if your ears are totally fine, I got. I end up yeah, getting. I can't even mind even how I even got a hold of it, but I end up with a needle box anyway, so I wasn't just binning it. And every day I was just constantly because it was like wee insulin needles. I think it was like two or three at times filling before it was completely drained. So I was constantly just filling this man to the brim. This is crazy. You must love. What you do so much to go through that. That's <laughs> brilliant. Right, right. I know. Uh, right, so what's, this, what's the future got for you? Are you, are you going to push on, keep going and see how far it takes you? Do you get a goal? Have you... I, um, obviously, things like UFC is probably a bit too far-fetched, but it's all... No, no, no. But at the end of the day, it's just, I'm doing it, enjoy it, and I just want to go as far as I can. I just, just think don't put too much pressure on yourself, kind of thing. I've always, I've always been competitive. Like, I've always been like, like playing football, successful, and it's just naturally carried on. So if I'm not competing in something, then I get a bit lost, and I can let like, easily let like, bad habits fall in. Um, and again, I don't even watch football unless it's Rangers that's playing anymore. I don't play it anymore, so. Uh, so but this is my thing, man. I love it. Good. And I just want to go as far as I can. But I think don't just totally draw a line under going to the UFC. All you need is oh, no, no, no. fights that are like go viral and then all of a sudden Never like Conor McGregor. There's plenty of the other big promotions out there anyway. You know, like people, even look at like, like, people like to use, use that as like the staple. Because mm-hmm. naturally it is like the biggest organisation, really. So Right. Uh, bye, man. Never say never, I guess. I watched a really cool video. I'm not going to go into it about the how the UFC kind of spiraled and became like pure exploded. Mm-hmm. And it was like like so many months before it, they nearly just folded it all together. Aye. Like Dana Aye. White went Aye. to two Aye. brothers. Aye, Fertitta mm-hmm. brothers. Aye. 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 Dana. And he said, "Listen, this this could could be something." And then they uh-huh. sold it to that WME for fucking billions. Uh, aye, aye, I know. Aye. But I White's so involved, isn't he? Like, it's unbelievable how much aye. he wants to be. I know he wants everybody to see him. And aye. <laughs> have you ever have you ever seen any videos of him sparring? By the way, boxing. He's, he's quite into his boxing. Nah, is he? He's actually he's actually quite a good boxer. But well, Jamie, you'll be able to a bit more qualified to tell if he is. But uh, yeah, I've never seen me, it, so I don't know. To me, nah, I have no idea. Pretty decent boxer. Well, I, I remember he was, I, he was like Tortizis and. Couple of ah. manager once upon a time, ah. and then it became what the promoter of UFC, I think. But uh, I, I don't know too much about history. I'm not going to lie. Nah, he's no skin. That's the main thing. This oh, is this is a bit, bit of a random question for you, right? See, have you got one fight that stands out for you of all time that you've that you've seen? You probably UFC. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Mm. I've put you in the spot here, haven't I? I think there's just a know what I'll say I'm sweating I'm sweating at the throat <laughs> I'll say Sanchez versus Gilbert Melendez because that's the first fight I watched and the two of them just watch, watch go back and watch that fight after this if you can right. Right. the two of them just went fucking ham right. from like, the get go it's bananas um, and then after that Robbie Lawler, Rory McDonald too. I was, I was about to say that was mine. Robbie, Robbie, Robbie Lawler, uh, Rory McDonald. That was my favourite one. Aye, absolute well, war. Maybe his lip was hanging off and. Nah, uh, horrible. Fucking uh, oh. McDonald, I smashed in. But Diego Sanchez, Gilbert Melendez, like imagine that sort of fight, just a bit less technical. Aye, just because Diego Sanchez is just a bit here. Uh, he's good, but he's just a bit fucking bonkers at the same time. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good. Literally, literally just chases Gilbert Melendez doing and just loses all sense of the technical aspect. And I think Melendez won. Um, just Did keep they go, they go the distance? And just try to fight, to his, fight his fight the best he could. Uh-huh. Did, that, did that go the distance, that fight? <laughs> Aye. I think so. Uh, what about, what about, sometimes uh, no no we heard him see just um, you were talking about this guy's bananas see sometimes what was the this is me going like a big time it's a boxing fight but the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury fight when Tyson Fury hits Deontay Wilder on the side of the head and he does his ear and apparently done his like, equilibrium have you ever had anything like that happen to you or anything like, like you're hitting you kind of really find your balance or anything or? Mm, I find it's no. mad that this like something like that like a one punch sort of Maybe lucky, maybe it happens once in a blue moon, but something like that to happen. The full fight was done for there. Mm. I know it's boxing, it's it's not really. No, it's still, it's it's still the same. On a bell. Like, I don't know, man. I've never had that done to me. Um, uh, yeah. Remember, like, did you see when you went to like, school? Did them ever try and like, slap you like, right on the ear with a cupped hand? No. No. I had that done to me. Your ear rings for hours. <laughs> it's, it's so sore. And I was still people to- we all had totally different upbringings, eh? Ah, I had a Tamagotchi yeah. and we had Pokemon. It's hard to hear. It's hard to hear from my Tamagotchi. <laughs> uh, right, no, what, what I was going to say was, uh, is there any... Who's your, probably your favourite fighter? If you look to somebody for sort of inspiration, who, who would it be? No. Oh, good question. Nobody. Yourself. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <laughs> no man uh... <laughs> I can't even answer that question there can't really be anybody if you if you would have it, you would know wouldn't you if you, if you did have somebody you would well, that's the thing there's, there's so many people that you can take different elements with like Conor McGregor especially with MMA the, the, MMA is so I would have said TJ Dillashaw because right. I like his style but then um, he got caught being a wee steroid Junkie, aye, that's right. Yeah. Bastard, mm-hmm. So that sort of got put in the back burner. Is that the guy with the, with the blonde hair that when Conor McGregor and him both done the? Oh, you will back. Aye, what's your thoughts on a? Sorry, on you go, mate. Sorry. No, just you said I just remember watching the videos. What was that thing called? Was it Ultimate Fighter or something like? That? And aye. Conor McGregor was the captain, and that other guy was Uriah Faber. Aye, the Ultimate Fighter. It was yeah. him and Uriah Faber. Sorry. Um, what are you saying, Gav? Which, I was going to say, what's your thoughts on Cody Gabrand? 
So like Cody Garbrand, because he, I know it's a bit, because him and TJ had a bit of a, a tiff, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I was, when you said TJ there, I was, I was on the other side. I was thinking Cody Garbrand. I just liked him because he was a bit more, uh, was he kind of like family oriented? He was quite a normal guy, right? And then TJ was a wee bit of a cocky sort of character. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Did you, did you yeah. like him as well, or is it just a just a no, style like, that made you like TJ? I like Cody, man, but his last couple of fights. I know. He, he, he loses so himself a bit, man, and you just need to go back and watch his fight with Dominic Cruz, who's yeah. one of the best, if not the best, fighters footwork-wise in the UFC it's MMA. Such a weird style, by the way, isn't he? How weird is his style? Yeah, so weird. Kenny should watch, like watch him. I like it, but at the same time, I find that I enjoy. It. I need to be in the mood because sometimes it can bore me as well. But you just need to look at Cody's fight against him. And see that he's got that in his locker. Uh, his last few fights, he just gets a bit pissed off. Aye, uh, <laughs> yeah. but was it he beat a TJ twice? And if I remember right, it was Pedro Munoz. Or I don't know how you say his name. And he just wanted to like, go ham instead of just fighting his because fight. Because I think he got a bit. Seemed to get a bit of a reputation for knocking some out. He's got and an ego. Aye, aye, he has to try and maintain it. And he's a, the only way I can like, describe him is like he's a he's a bam, really. Yes. But that's him. loves a bit of shit talking. Yeah. He's just like he's just a Ned, really. That's all that is. Just a pure Ned yeah. mentality. And this is um, see see if like the three years, but he sit down and watch a fight. It's, I think you'd watch a hell of a lot more of the technical side and be going to keep move a bit less, do that, maybe do this. Do you think you look, you've got the, the ability and experience to look into fights a lot more than but maybe definitely? That's only natural, though. But you just don't aye. train it, so. Aye. But like, aye. Again, let's see, once you like start taking, I'm not saying if you are, but like if you start like taking classes and just picking up wee things, then you watch it, then that's when you do start like noticing it. Aye. But it's and not when you're really in certain scenarios, you can think back. You, 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 you understand what you know. Do you watch all the UFC or do you, do you try or is it deep order? Or? Probably nine out of ten events I watch. Do you stay up for them? Depends. Hmm. <laughs> you want your eight hours? You want your eight hours? If I stay up to watch it, then I'll always like, probably crash out about the fucking co main event anyway. And then Aye. I'll go to bed at like six in the morning and then I'm up at eight. And then Aye. it just fucks me up for like a day or two, man. Knocks you, knocks you, and you're just chasing it for a week. If I'm watching it with my mates and I'm having a few drinks, then it fucks me for three days. <laughs> I bet. And then something, yeah, exactly. Can I imagine? I know. Um, have you eaten to add, Jamie? Is there, is there anything you, are you quite happy? Or is there anything that you feel you need to get out there? Or did quite happy, build? man. Yeah. Don't know who's watching this, but if you ever want to like, do it, don't ever. Like, you can message us how you get involved, but the answer's always going to be the same. Just go to a gym and train. It's not really rocket science. Can I mad? It would be really daunting for, like you said, it would be such a. It is, personally. but see, when you go, like, I can't speak for every every gym, not I mean, but everybody up pools is absolutely sound, man. Yeah, but you look at people. I like you look at some of these people and they've had like so many fights and you're like, oh, but really they're just people, you know what I mean? They're yeah. just good at their hobby. 
Jeez, oh, I looked really bold there when I pulled my hair back. I've been sweating, <laughs> sweating so much through this. It's actually like I've done three it. rounds. Nervous, <laughs> shut up. Um, but no, like me personally, I would always feel that, oh, these people are going to, even the people going to gyms and this, so there's this stigmatism that these people are going to be like this and, oh, I'm just not going to enjoy it. But you say that's good to know that these people are very humble and they're very welcoming, so. Mate, as man, I, I know I had the same idea myself, but like, it's it's just not really, true. Like, it's not as difficult as people like to make it, man. Like just just go. Don't be a dick. Come here. Hi. <laughs> good. Good. I will listen. Wait. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. It's been. Sorry, go see. Uh, Appreciate it so great. much, man. It was really cool for you. To, uh, no, no, give, me, give, give us your time. It's really cool. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Thanks for giving me a wee platform here. No. <laughs> Hi. That <laughs> massive. Hopefully at some point it will be a massive platform. Let's say. <laughs> oh, yeah. and um, I don't. I know you eat healthy, but um, the biscuit box. Um, my missus makes biscuits, go. and they're our sponsor. They're really good. Um, so buy them. Okay. No, you, Jamie, because you'll bar me, but and everybody <laughs> probably would. But if you're if you're in the need of for biscuits, then the biscuit box. I you find them on Instagram. What about What's you, Jamie? Is there Instagram? any? I am. Um, if he's ever looking for like home insurance or mortgage or anything like that, help Kyle Financial Limited. They're one of my sponsors. Dynamite, right. waiting for like over a year now. Help cover costs. Absolute lifesavers. Great guys. Helped me Good. and her. Obviously, we didn't really know about them before we got their mortgage, but uh-huh. they've been absolutely spot on. They're just a, just a mortgage broker, man. But, yeah. uh, That's you, the best deals that you can get. Really? Um, and what about you? What's your social media? Are you on social media? Like regularly? Um, or? My social media is just literally Jamie McGlinchey. Nice. Just my name, nice and simple, man. Nice and simple. <laughs> nice and simple, Good. man. Yeah. I, another one for Clyde uh, Accountant and Solutions, if I've said that right. Uh, again, another one of my sponsors. Get on to them if you're ever looking for an accountant and elation fitness training. Good. Lovely. Hey, well, I'm happy to end this year. If there's anything else anybody wants to add, feel free. No. Nah, no. No. We enjoy this. It's a lot easier than I thought. <laughs> I know. Well, you it's it's bad as what you think, mate, eh? I think if we've guessed so many to start sending them alcohol, Gav, just to so just everybody's to got some. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, see that Jamie's an athlete, he 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 shouldn't be drinking. I'm just I'm nice, man. I, I had a bit I had I had, <laughs> I had my booze my accident yesterday, I don't need any more today. <laughs> oh. Right. Well, till next time, everybody. This has been no an worries, absolute boys. pleasure. Thanks again, Jamie. Really appreciate it. Aye, thanks, mate. Thank you very much, Thank boys. And I shall see you again. Take care. Bye bye.